disguise because I have a job still. I'm mm-hmm. still able to uh, support myself. And so it's it's one of those things where you look at and you you think to yourself like, wow, this is devastating. Mm-hmm. But I'm also blessed. So it's really kind of like that thing where you're wondering like, should I be feeling good or should I be feeling sad? What right. do I feel? What? How do I know what to feel? And that's when I go to prayer. Mm-hmm. So- a happy hour where we interview dope people doing dope things today i have a really dope guest tell us who you are and what do you do okay great hi everyone my name is Lashawn elise and i am a professional dancer i'm an actress um i have done theater acting as well as some short films i have modeled so I am a model, and I also work a full-time job as an HR learning specialist, which is one of the most fun jobs I could ever have. So that's pretty much me. Oh, and I'm also, I forgot. <laughs> Can, I'm just going to say that whole thing again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is LaShawn Elise, and I am a professional dancer. I'm an actress as well in the theater as well as in film. I have done some modeling and my full-time job is an HR learning specialist. The last thing I want to say is I am the creator of Minute My Minute, which is my YouTube channel. Awesome. Awesome. So now um, we're going to take the YouTube channel aside and we're going to take the nine to five aside. Of all the things that you do, what do you enjoy the most? Hmm, what do I enjoy the most? I guess I would have to say dancing because dancing is so natural to me. It's one of the most natural things I could do. I've been dancing since the age of four. So I really don't remember anything else. And I specifically remember my first dance performance, which was on stage with my mom. Hey, Diane, my mom, and my sister, Tasha. And I was, again, only four years old, but I do remember certain things about that dance routine. So I would say dance. Awesome. Awesome. Now, let's go to minute by minute. What is minute by minute? Yay! Minute by minute. So minute by minute. I actually started minute by minute back in um, May of 2019. And I know you're very familiar with it because you actually helped me a little bit kind of like getting this off the ground. But um, minute by minute is a channel that I really wanted to kind of start basically just something to celebrate life, to know that life is a gift and just that we need to celebrate it. And I wanted to kind of chronicle my life in a way that I could kind of have as a legacy to my children, their children, you know, great grands and all of that, just like a legacy of me and on the family history, just kind of having a bunch of fun and loving life and living life to the fullest. Awesome. Awesome. So what was your first trip that you can remember? My first trip that I could remember. Um, So, I mean, I'm going to kind of take this as an adult because as a kid, I do remember my parents taking us um, to certain places. But as an adult, um, I would say my first trip was a cruise. It was a seven-day cruise with family. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went to Haiti. 
Mm. San Juan, yep, Labadee, Haiti, San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Martin, St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. Yes. So mm. I, I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. And it was a seven-day cruise. So, wow, it was amazing. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about that cruise. Like, what did you like about it? And, um, you know, what, what did you take away from it? Oh, wow. What did I like about it? Well, first, I have to say it was my first time ever being on a cruise. So I didn't know what to expect, really. And I didn't really do a whole lot of research because I was kind of a little bit younger, young adult. So I didn't really do research. I just was like, okay, sure, I'll go on the cruise. And when I got on the cruise ship, I remember thinking, wow, this is pretty amazing. There was people and lots of food. <laughs> there was a casino on the cruise ship, um, just fun activities. And of course, there was a dance club. And I remember every night I was in that dance, <laughs> I was in that dance club dancing it up. Um, but I just remember like all the nice people that I met and just um, the fun music that they played on the ship just for people to get up and dance near the pool and um but yeah it was really just um i think the energy was what i remember the most the energy of the people it was a great experience yeah that's that's definitely something i appreciate about cruises the diversity and the ability to like interact with people that you probably would have never interacted with um and i also find that the energy on cruises are different from land trips you know what i mean and it's like you're on a cruise, either you're boozing it up, and so you're just like living a vida loca, or you're just astonished by like the marvels of never ending water, or seeing a new land, or you know, open bar, open buffet every, all night long. You know what I mean? So I think the vibe of people on a cruise is a lot different than vibes when you like travel on land. So. As far as travel goes, like, do you have like a bucket list of places you would like to go and why? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. Um, a bucket list. I actually did not create a bucket list because I kind of live life. I'm very carefree mm -hmm. um, and I'm a very spontaneous person. So I kind of just hear someone say, hey, Aruba's beautiful. And I'm like, well, I want to go to Aruba. Or I heard someone say the other day, you got to go to Hawaii. And I was like, okay, you know, so <laughs> um, I'll just go. I'll just make it a point to go. Um, of course, when we can travel due to our pandemic right now, it's not. Well, I know that folks are traveling. Mm -hmm. um, but I know it's kind of, um, a situation for me, my mm -hmm. choice is to really just wait, um, to travel for pleasure, um, unless it's absolutely necessary for me, just for me, I just want to be safe because I do have a lot of family members. I have a very large family <laughs> and I just want to make sure that I'm safe for myself and for them. So right now I'm not really thinking about traveling and like, out, either in our country or even outside of our country. So okay. I'm just kind of keeping it local. Okay. Well, let's, let's say, and we're just going to use this figure, um, hypothetically, right? So hypothetically, if there would be anywhere in the world you would like to visit, where would it be? <sighs> anywhere I would like to visit. I would say I heard that 
like I said, I just heard that Hawaii was beautiful. I've never been, and I know it's right here in our country. So why not start there? Okay, awesome, awesome. So Hawaii 2022, we'll see you waving and dancing from Hawaii. Exactly. You'll see me, and I will definitely have to send you a picture. (laughs) So you mentioned you're a carefree person, right? Like, what does that mean when it comes to travel? Like, are you the type that you're the, like, super tourist, or you're more like entertainment and culture? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question because I feel like I might be an exotic mix of both because Mm -hmm. I do want that entertainment, as you know. (laughs) I want to be able to have that music and have that fun, um, maybe watch a few shows. Like, I really do want to go to Vegas. I've been to Vegas only once, um, but it was for work purposes. So I couldn't really extend myself to the entertainment piece of it. But um I would like to go for pleasure one day and just like watch a bunch of shows. So I do want the entertainment part of that. But I also think that the touristy part doesn't sound so bad. I think that I could do that as well. And I think that um, like before going, like once I'm planning the trip, I think I would like to take a look at some of those uh, touristy locations um, wherever I'm going so that I could just check and see if I would like to go to any of those places. Oh, cool. Cool. So just continuing on the free flowing, like what motivates you to like make certain decisions, right? Like um, whether it be go to a dance recital or, you know, do a movie, like what kind of drives you to making some of these decisions? Hmm, That's a really good question because I had someone ask me that the other day Um, because I do kind of select my dance roles as well as my acting roles according to like once I read through the characters or whatever it may be the event itself I kind of think about does that really fit me is Uh it really something that I want to represent um and yeah so I I do a self-analysis before selecting any dance role or any acting role okay and and that brings me to the next point, right? Um, you know, today we are in a kind of climate of civil unrest, right? And you mentioned like the roles and the and the and and the the things that you kind of undertake have to kind of fit what you stand for. Um, you know, does that kind of um, have a huge impact, right? Um, do you feel that some roles are more? Um, lack of a better term, not geared for people like you or people like us? Or do you find yourself like being able to like get whatever it is that you audition for? Hmm, That's a really good question as well, because I actually saw something on TV about that. And I saw women of color talking about how hard it is to even get roles because they're women of color. And then I saw them saying, if they are successful in a few Let's say they're successful in three films. Their fourth one is a flop. It's like they're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I watched that and I thought about that. But, you know, for me, honestly, I am the type of person that I'm not looking to secure anything as absolutely positively permanent. Mm-hmm. I am an, I'm a dancer. I'm an actress. 
I've modeled. I don't know if I, I, I find it hard to still call myself a model, but yes, I have modeled. Um, and I'm a lot of things, but I think that it just comes and goes. And if something comes my way, I'm just grateful for it. I'm grateful. I feel blessed that anyone would even consider me in uh, whether it be their dance production or whether it be in an, a play because mm-hmm. I, I got started in plays, theater plays um, or their film. Um, so it's just really, um, I just have a lot of gratitude. Okay. I I don't really look at the other side of it. Like, um, I just, maybe because I just, I'm just happy in my life with everything that I have going on. So I don't really rely on anything really. Cause really in our life, there's really no guarantees. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I just live life very carefree. Like I, like I mentioned to you earlier, I just love life and I love connecting with people. And if someone connects with me and says, hey, I, ha- I have an idea for a role or um, do you want to do this dance project? And I'm like, wow, thank you. <laughs> so it's just all gratitude. So, um, I mean, your energy is amazing, right? And so I-, I can't not ask, like, have you always been like this? You know, um, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine being as energetic and positive as you are um, 24-7. 30 years of living. Um, but, <laughs> but, well, um, so how is that? Are, are, have you always been this way? Well, it's funny that you say that too, because I was just talking to my dad today. Hi dad, David Williams. Um, he, t- my dad and my mom will both tell you that I've always been like this. I don't, always remember it this way because you know Mm -hmm. you're a kid and you're just playing with your friends and you're just being yourself but my mom and my dad will tell you that um I've always had this very carefree um high-spirited kind of um way about myself Mm -hmm. and yeah that's pretty much um what they say to me and I've always been that way and as far as what I can remember as an adult, I would say, yeah, I think so. But it comes from, I believe it really does come from like knowing it's a knowing it's like knowing why we're here. It's a, it's all of that. It's like knowing your purpose of why we're here on this earth and appreciating the fact that who we are on the outside, you know, our hair, our skin, you know, our legs or whatever. Like it's not, that's not really who we are. We are the soul, the person within all of this. So um, once I realized that, and yes, it does take time to realize that, right? It's not like you just kind of know that, even though I feel like we kind of know that as babies, you know, because I feel like we're very close to our source, our creator, but that's a whole nother topic. But (laughs) um, that's just how I feel. I just feel like it's within. So um, yeah, uh, that's, that's what my, my family tells me. I've always been this way. My mom always tells me this story that when I was a little girl, um, I would just drop in the snow and just make snow angels, no matter where I was, I could be anywhere. And I'm just, and if it's snowing and it's snow on the ground, I would just fall and they'd say oh 
so LaShawn just fell. <laughs> and then I'd be there like making snow angels. And she's always telling me like, you're just always so excited about life. So I guess it's always been in me. But like I said, as an adult, you kind of have to, you know, it's like soul searching, um, thinking about purpose and why we're here. And my belief is that we're here to connect with other other people, other energies, other souls. Um, and so that's it. I, I don't want to go too much into it. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. So the reason I asked that is, um, you know, we've all come to a place where um, we're at now, right? Um, uh, you know, we've all had to deal with COVID. And a person with your energy, your spunk, um, not being able to move and motivate like you used to, right? Um, a person like me would be concerned, right? Because COVID gave all of us a kind of screeching halt at life and made us really kind of sit and reflect. And a lot of the things that you mentioned um, just now is just realizing um, what's real and what's not, um, you know, makes me wonder, like, how were you impacted by COVID? Right. Um, you know, minute by minute, your face to face interviews, you know, doing dance recitals, doing plays. Um, and on top of that, you're nine to five. Right. Um, how where were you when COVID hit? And, you know, how did you kind of how did it impact you? OK, so where I was when COVID hit, I was. So, okay, so I told you about my nine to five where I'm an HR learning specialist and I was at work the week of the 9th of March. That whole week I was in an office and I work in Philadelphia. Um, and I, but I don't live, I live outside of Philly. But um, so everyone was talking about COVID and, and they were saying, you know, there, we heard about some organizations um, having people work from home. So I thought, well, we didn't hear anything. So just to be on the safe side, I took my laptop home that Friday. So then that next Monday, which was, I think, the 16th of March, don't quote me on that. But um, that was when we got the email to stay home mm. and work remotely. So, again, I as sad, as tragic as COVID is... I know people that have been affected by it at work, um, even some relatives. Um, but I have to say it's also a blessing in disguise because I have a job still. Mm -hmm. I'm still able to uh, support myself. And so it's it's one of those things where you look at and you you think to yourself like, wow, this is devastating. Mm -hmm. But I'm also blessed. So it's really kind of like that thing where you're wondering, like, should I be feeling good or should I be feeling sad? What right. do I feel? What? How do I know what to feel? And that's when I go to prayer. Mm -hmm. So um, praying has been huge. And I mean, I've always meditated. Um, I love my silent time, my quiet time. But I've been praying very hard since COVID hit. And um, I'm still working from home. Uh, so like I said I've been blessed to even still have my job 
And my heart goes out to everyone that has been negatively impacted by COVID. So how have you been able to adjust? I noticed you're getting out more, dancing out more by yourself, of course, socially distancing, but how are you adjusting? You know, um, you know, is minute my minute coming back? Are you able to now see more family members in a more safe, safe way? How are you adjusting to now that, you know, the government or local government has kind of slowly opened things back up? Right. Well, thank you for asking that. Um, yes, I have been getting out. So I've been blessed to be able to get out. Um, I have been offered some opportunities. So I don't really know where to start. Let's see. How about I start with my opportunities and then I'll tell you about my family. But my opportunities, I got a call, I think, last month to actually do a, a dance performance for a gala. And I was at first like, uh oh what does that mean? You know, so she explained um, that there was only going to be a certain amount of people allowed in the facility and that mask would be required, but that it would be still a red carpet, dressy, black tie event. And I thought, wow, how awesome. So one of the things I thought of right away was how resilient people are and how even with COVID happening and it's still here, that they're thinking of ways to still try to keep a, a feeling of we're on this earth, so let's try to live it as best we can. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought that that was pretty awesome. So yeah. I did actually agree to do that. Um, however, <laughs> um, the event has been postponed due to the fact that Philadelphia is still in the yellow mm -hmm. um, in terms of, you know, red, yellow, green for COVID. So unfortunately, um, the event had to be postponed because of that, because at the time that she called, there was an assumption that we were going to be in the green. So mm. the, the event was canceled, I know, but it's still on for whenever um, things do go back to normal. Cool. cool. Um, so as you know, I used to dance with the Tina Turner tribute concert. Suzette, Suzette Dorsey is the best Tina Turner. <laughs> um, they are the number one um, Tina Turner tribute concert in the world and I am a backup dancer for them. Um, we had a performance back in March that had to be canceled, one in April that had to be canceled due to COVID. Um, but she is assuring us dancers that we're gonna get back out there and and dance and shake it up <laughs> on stage mm -hmm. as soon as it's you know safe to do so. And in terms of acting, um, actually, you know, that's really interesting that you asked me that, too, because I've been getting some offers, some I can't really talk about yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but actually, I, I am, well, you'll see. You'll see. I'll be posting very soon about some opportunities that's coming up for me. Yeah, oh, very awesome. soon. Very soon. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, that... That sounds like a great, great way to get things started with, you know, going into the new year, going into 2021 with some super opportunities that that you're just you've been blessed because you're a talented person. Right. So the last thing is minute by minute what's going on. 
minute, my minute. So I had the honor and the pleasure of interviewing Marcus A. Seiler, who is a producer, director, writer extraordinaire. <laughs> um, he owns Theater and Me LLC, and I interviewed him last month. Mm-hmm. You can you can check that interview out on my YouTube channel, Minute My Minute. And um, last month was. Uh, very special in the way that I wanted to um, show some awareness to Suicide Prevention Month. And he did a movie, he did a film, I'm sorry, a film uh, two years ago that I was in, I starred in, or I didn't star, I'm sorry, I was a co-star. And I really wanted to just focus on this film a little bit more for suicide prevention awareness. So I did call him and I said, I know it's COVID right now, but we can be safe. We can wear a mask. And I actually was tested for COVID, came up negative. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And I, he said, oh, I did too. So I was like, oh, great. So we're both COVID free, but we'll still, you know, be safe. And um, it was a great interview. And like I said, that was me actually getting back into Minute My Minute um, during COVID. My first interview since then. It was nice to do that. And I think that Minute My Minute is not just about interviewing people. It's more about just living life Um, to the fullest and interacting with other humans. I really feel um, it's important for me to continue connecting with other humans and getting that good energy, that positiveness, that um, love of life and the love of what they do. So that's really um, my goal. And I feel that, and you know, I want to talk to you as well. (laughs) I talked to you about that too. So hopefully I can um, sit with you as well, because you have been um, a tremendous person in just talking to me and giving me advice and recommending that book that I, you know, that you recommended for me to read. And I did. And, um, but yeah, I like these types of things is what I live for. And it, it continues to help me to grow as a person. And so that's why I love life. (laughs) Okay, cool. So earlier you mentioned, since you don't have a bucket list, that Hawaii would probably be one of the trips that you look at, right? Now, yes. in planning a trip like this, um, and this would be LaShawn's tips, right? I'm not expect you're not. I'm not expecting you to be a travel expert, but the LaShawn's tips to prepare for this trip. What would give me three things that would be on the top of your list? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Preparing for the trip to Hawaii. Three top things. Well, I would want to be able to make sure that I have my dance outfits available. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're dancing in Hawaii. That makes sense. You, absolutely, we're dancing. No she's going to have what. a hula video when she's out there too. So you got to get ready for that. <laughs> exactly. So that's definitely number one. Number two would be... Um, hmm. You know what? I would need a swimsuit because I'm, I love to swim. I've been a swimmer since I was a little girl. My mom had me swimming at a very young age. I want to say maybe three, three years old. 
Um, so, um, I haven't swam in so long. I kind of was pushing off my swimming because I, well, I thought we would have more time to do that later. You know, I was procrastinating. Well, it, um, it goes, it goes to what you're saying, living life in the moment. Now, you know, there's no, there's no time then now to no longer procrastinate. So. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and making sure I have my swimsuit, my swim gear. I need mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you said top three. That's tough because I would just think that um, I would need to research Hawaii and make sure I hit all those spots that everyone says. You have to go to this spot. This is the the beautiful spot. Like I would want to make sure I see something so beautiful that almost makes me cry. You may not come back. <laughs> You're right. I don't, who knows? Because I have the freedom to really go anywhere. Right. I don't have any, I don't really have anything like that's holding me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> but no, I love it here. I love it and here. Now though. that you're working from home, you literally just need your laptop and internet exactly. connection. You know, it's and boom, so, we're in exactly. the world. We're in the world is LaShawn. <laughs> you know what? That is so funny because I was thinking that the other day. I was like, there's really no, as long as I have internet connection, I could literally be anywhere and do my job. Yep. 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 So where can we find you? Where can we find your great work and content? Well, I am on Facebook. So, um, and it's under LaShawn Elise. Instagram is also LaShawn Elise. In terms of Minute My Minute, there's a YouTube channel called Minute My Minute. And then I also have Minute My Minute on Facebook and Instagram as well. That's pretty much it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for joining, to getting on the show. I know, look, we got to get me on your show. So, you know, let's make it happen. You know, this darn COVID, I tell you. Um, But um, I'm I'm happy to see you've come this far with Minute My Minute. Um, I remember where it was... You know, it was a struggle to get it out there, but you know what? I I, I I love what you're doing with it. You took you took more than my suggestions and ran with it and made it yours. So.